Fed peeps, welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode one, motherfucking forty. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are here for the final ranking of the bad movie month, uh, where we're going to be taking all those movies that we watch that were bad but also good at the same time, and we do a, uh, we do our own personal rankings, and then we uh, do a final ranking. This is where we rank, and we have a. We're also live on twitch.tv slash joedubs35. We have cocoa milk in the chat. Welcome. Uh, and also, I'm doing a month long charity. So if you type exclamation point charity in the chat, um, we're gonna be, uh, it's benefit, benefiting Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Um, and you'll be. Uh, so far, we have $20 that were donated. And hopefully we could hit the goal. I'm trying to get 2,000 by the end of this month. I'm also doing a Resident Evil, um, kind of a marathon-ish. I'm not doing all of them. That's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm on Resident Evil 2 Remake, playing the B-side of Claire. And I forgot that Mr. X uh, comes like really early in the game and freaked me <laughs> out. So anyway... Before we get into our final ranking, what the hell you guys been watching, playing, or doing? I will start with Andy. Uh, I played a bunch. I've been playing more Mario 35. Still close to winning, but I still haven't won. I suck too much. Um, I bought... Uh, I went to Best Buy, and they uh, Sega has a new double pack. Two double packs. One of them is Sonic Mania Plus, which is a great game, packaged with Sonic... Uh, racers, whatever it's called. What's that game called? Sonic All Stars Racing, All Star Racer, whatever that is. And the other one is Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD, packaged with Sonic Forces. And I really wanted Super Monkey Ball, and I wish it was packaged with Sonic Racing because that's the one I actually kind of want. But whatever, I got the I got the Super Monkey Ball with Sonic Forces. I haven't tried Sonic Forces, but Super Monkey Ball is awesome. It's a lot of fun. Um, I watched uh, The Big Lebowski. It was my birthday, and I just felt like drinking and watching a movie I love. So I watched The Big Lebowski. Love that movie. I watched the it. I, I we talked about it briefly last year when it came out. The new Spike Lee movie on Netflix, To Five Bloods. It is great. That is an extremely good movie. I highly recommend that movie. It was a great time. Spike Lee is an actually a good director. Yeah, uh, for sure. One of my favorite movies is Inside Man with a. Um, Denzel Washington as the cop, and then the other guy. He's always, forget his name. He's from uh, Children of Men. Um, that Clive Clive something. Clive um, Owen. Clive oh, Owen. I almost said Barker. <laughs> Clive Barker's Clive Barker's Jericho. Remember that game? Anyway, I do. no. Um. Well, uh, I, I had Rango on one night while I was playing Super Monkey Ball on the Switch. Uh. That movie doesn't get enough credit. I thought it was extremely good. It's very funny. Um, and then one night, two of my friends were still here after we'd done some of my birthday D&D nonsense. And we played uh, Elevator Action, the arcade version. We played um, Caveman Ninja, which is the arcade version of Joe and Mac for the Super Nintendo. We played uh, Space Harrier, which neither of them had played before. So that what? was hilarious to introduce them to Space Harrier. Um, I can't remember what else. We were also drinking, but we just played a bunch of... Oh, we played Tetris 99. We played Mario 35. We took turns losing at those. We just just played a whole bunch of like small games that I downloaded on the Switch. That's a ton of fun. I, there's a lot of stuff that I download with the intention of, hey, when I can hang out with people, this will be fun to just 
you know, pass around and play some. I finally got to do that. You know, all the stupid COVID crap going on. But we've all had our shots. Do you have Mario? We've all had our Farbo shots. We're allowed to hang out. Do you have Mario Party on the Switch, by the way? No, my girlfriend does, but I don't have it. It's on sale right now. I was thinking about picking it up. So I got a question. Um, Mario Party, like, do you get to play online or is that just only a, no. you, have, you have to have people in with you? If you can play online, I would own it already. But for some reason, they don't have online play with Mario Party because Nintendo is, I don't know, I, I guess it's a total Nintendo move because I can't imagine there's any kind of a bandwidth reason or a programming reason. Like, I can't fathom why you can't play Mario Party online. I think it has some online compatibility, but it's just like you choose specific minigames and play them online. You, you can't just play the game. Yeah, because I, I would think it would be perfect for people who would, you know, want to do content creating, like streaming, and also people that are across states that want to play, like, I want to play with you guys on the Switch for Mario Party. I think that yeah, would be good. I mean, Speaking of which, kind of a minor news, uh, tomorrow is Mario Day, so there's a ton of Mario games that are on sale right now. Mm. Uh, I somewhere had a bunch of them for $38.99, including Mario Party and Mario Maker 2, but uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 was one of them. I highly recommend that game. That game is a ton of fun. The other ones are good, but Luigi's Mansion 3 is like genuinely some of the most fun I've had on the Switch. But yeah, it's, it's on sale for Mario Day, even though it's a Luigi game. That's fine. Luigi's better than Mario, and everyone knows that. What about Waluigi? I mean... Oh, uh, yeah, he's fine, too. I mean, none of them are as good as Wario, but he's fine, too. <laughs> Is there anything else that you uh, played or watched or do? Uh, oh, yesterday I streamed uh, Toe Jam & Earl. No reason, just wanted to play Toe Jam & Earl, so I played Toe Jam & Earl. Did you beat it? No, I I got pretty far, and then it was like getting late, and I needed to go to bed. So I like kind of started taking big risks and kind of let myself run did the clock. Ever, did you ever beat it? Yeah, you watched, didn't you? I streamed it when I beat it. Yeah, now that you mention it, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, I I, I beat it. I beat it live on my stream, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/theclichemustache. I'm gonna oh, try wow. to stream some more. I'm, I'm capturing some footage for. Some a project I think I'm working on, but you know how that always goes. I'll start it and then I'll get bored or something. I don't know, whatever. But for now, I'm streaming. Okay, cool, cool. Zach, what about you? Um, I watched uh the season finale to Wandavision. I guess it's over. I think it was just like a one-off thing. It's over. It's pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> I recommend watching it if you ever liked anything in MCU. It was it was. It was good. I think it set up some shit for later too. Um, let's see what else have I done. I have just finished reading a Star Wars comic, one of the newer ones actually. Star Wars. <clears throat> it's like a Darth Vader centric one. It's more like stories that feature Darth Vader. It's not necessarily about him. It's like he goes to some planet, and or it starts out like there's this alien race on this planet and it's like in a post-apocalyptic setting because this giant monster destroyed the civilization there or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, like it's been like several generations since that happened. So they're like the old times with the ancient technology and the magic. And they think there's gods in the sky and shit, which is in reality is just space battles above their planet. <laughs> and like, he crash lands on that planet and kills the giant monster. So they think he's like this dark night God from the sky or something that just saved their entire civilization. It's just Darth Vader that killed a monster and he leaves. 
that, that brings me like it kind of makes me think what if you know our ancestors way back in the day um you know when they're talking about the gods like a Poseidon and all that stuff uh you know Cyrus and all that crap uh with all the the stars so do you think maybe they swore space battles <laughs> and they're like gods up there they're they're shooting shit chariots <laughs> of the gods are you trying out for ancient aliens? Is that is that what this is right now? Oh, I don't have the hair for it, but aliens. Uh, you aliens. gotta grow it out some more. Yeah, aliens. <laughs> but no, that's just one of the stories in it. It's like it collects five issues from a run in 2019 or something. And um, I I have one more question. Uh, since you're a big comic person, have they yeah. ever done a crossover between Star Wars and Star Trek? Yes. They yeah. I, I don't know if they if is that confirmed for sure. Uh, there, there's like an old comic that I thought did that. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think I think there's an X Men uh, Star Trek crossover. I think that's what I was thinking. What of. I want, I want to see that. <laughs> there is actually an X Men Star Trek crossover. That's I'll real. See, I'll see if I can find it for you later. But um, I, I'd assume at some point there might have been. I don't really know though. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was a solid book, a solid newer book. I can actually sort of recommend surprisingly um i've also been playing command conquer tiberium sun after i just got my windows xp computer put together nice um did a lot of troubleshooting and stuff to get to work it would like randomly crash um man you remember when like fooling with compatibility mode used to actually do stuff Yes. Mm-hmm. That was in Windows XP. It had just been so long that I forgot. Like that could fix like really si- that that could fix issues really simply. <laughs> um now it's like bunk computer advice that er- that everybody always gives you. Did you try compatibility mode? That doesn't do anything nowadays. <laughs> but, um that's a cool game. I'll have more to probably say about it whenever we do accelerated gamer again. Um but that's kind of been it for me now. I uh tonight I was I was at my father's place and in his basement is a bunch of my old computer garbage. So I was looting around in it, just kind of re remembering what was in it. And one of the things that I had was a a voodoo 3D FX whatever bullshit. Uh, voodoo three? Huh? Was it voodoo three? I don't remember if it was a voodoo three or a voodoo two. It's one of those. I can't I I I don't know enough to like look at it and remember and I couldn't find anywhere on the card that it said. But I was like, yeah, I need this. I'm going to use this. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say, you better hold on to that. Those People look for those now. Yeah, that's what I was telling him. I was like, I could probably just sell this, but I actually want it, so I'm going to keep it. <laughs> um, oh, we're up to me now. So, No, we're skipping you. Nah. Yeah, okay. So anyway, you guys want to rank this? No, just... <laughs> so I've been playing Valorant again with my friend uh, Sweet, uh, Cedar, uh, Mikey, uh, Golden, uh, and Sarah. Um, we all played Valorant. If you're not familiar with Valorant, it's kind of like Counter-Strike meets Overwatch. Um, it's really fun. It's free. So it's flamboyant Counter-Strike or it's dull Overwatch? <laughs> Like it's crossed in what way is what I mean. Oh, crossed as you know, you know, planting and diffusing, and uh, there's a buy system, so you have to buy the weapons. So that's the Counter Strike part. Uh, the maps are kind of similar to what Counter Strike is. The Overwatch part is yes, there's some flamboyant. Um, there is some dull characters, but 
it's more of the hero system is what I'm trying to go for. Uh, there is some abilities that have like magic uh, because you could put up like a, a firewall. Uh, there's some weapons. Uh, there's like a I, I don't remember the Overwatch character that has the bow and arrow, um, but there's a similar character like that in uh, Valorant. Um, but it, it's it's frustrating um, because keyboard and mouse is not my forte. So I I did pretty good last night. So I was I was actually hyped that I was killing people last night. Um, I like I said in the beginning of the of the stream, I did Resident Evil. Um, I started off with Resident Evil One on the PS1 on a totally legal PS1 system and a totally legal PS1 game. Uh, it's weird that you would have to specify that, but okay. Yeah, um, but I uh, played that and defeated it. Uh, I will say I kind of didn't earn the no saves if you catch my drift uh, because I was using the legally console Save you it. use save states. Just say it. Don't dance around it. <laughs> save states for uh, PS1. Um, but now, did you do it that way because you needed save states, or did you do it that way because you you don't have because a copy of the game? I Well, I do have the copy of the game for, you know. I thought you did. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I just didn't feel like hooking everything up for streaming. Um, it was Please, easy. no. Yeah, it was easier for me to do it on there. But, yeah, if I try to save on the game, um, it doesn't save. <laughs> so like if I get an ink ribbon and save it and then I go back to it and launch it, it's like your save is gone. So um Zach, because of my memory is hazy, do you face Tyrant at the end? Because I didn't face Tyrant at all at the end. I only faced well, him in, in the uh, laboratory where Wesker dies. That depends on what you do exactly, what kind of ending you get. If you get a bad ending where, like, you didn't save anybody but yourself, you don't fight Tyrant. Mm -hmm. You just get the fuck out of there, and the lab doesn't explode. There's no self-destruct. That's what happens. Yes, yeah, so I guess I got a bad ending. <laughs> Who did you get the bad ending with? Was it Chris or Jill? Jill. Um... Okay. Chris's is way better. It's just, it, it plays that really, like, just depressing music and he, he's like he's like sitting there smoking and he's just like damn <laughs> he just survived this ordeal i don't know why it just goes so well together yeah um i i the only people that died that i i laughed again because you know the part before you the fight the snake he's like oh there's serum oh i forgot it and then you go get the serum and then you come back and he's dead anyway he's fucking dead <laughs> Uh, if you take too long, he's just dead when you get there. Yeah, so he died. And then I went down in the catacombs, and I forgot the guy's name, but he was just sitting there. He's like, there's a traitor. And then, like, a bullet comes from a wall uh, because— On Rico. Yeah, on yeah, Rico, because I'm like, wait, who shot him? I mean, I understand it might be Wesker or, or Barry because, you know, Wesker has his kids and shit as hostages and stuff. Uh, but the bullet— Spoilers. Yeah, who cares? It's a fucking old game. <laughs> wait, no. Um, the bullet comes from a wall. So, like, I if if you go back on my stream footage, I I showed the camera angle. I'm like, if the bullet came from my right shoulder, uh, so like if I turn around, everything is wall. So whoever did the shot, like, shot him from that wall and ran back up the up the ladder. 
So I, I always just took it as like Wesker was like behind you off camera and shot him. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of creeped away. Yeah. They're just late. They did, I mean, like, how can you really show that, like, portray that on PS1, though? <laughs> True. Touche. But it was hilarious because uh, he just gets smacked. Uh, <laughs> and then I played Resident Evil 2 Remake because I might go back to the 1998 version after that um, because I like that version uh, a little bit more better than the remake. But I digress. You could catch all our shit on the Nemesis Project if you want the deep dive on that. Um, I played um, SNK versus Capcom um, on Fightcade. I'm actually waiting for my fight stick that I ordered like two weeks ago. So keep an eye oh, on. Shit. So I'm going to be like fucking button Fancy. mashing and shit. It only costs like $70. So only. You, well, the, some of the good ones are like 200 and 150 Oh, don't, don't worry. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's all I've been doing um, is Valorant. Resident Evil, the charity. If you type in exclamation point charity in the chat, everybody in on the stream, you could donate to the charity. Um, but I think it's time for us to uh, do our rankings. Uh, I will go first. I will do mine. Then I, Andy will say his, and then Zach will say his. I will go from six to one. So Return to Savage Beach is at number six because uh, it sucked. And I think the only thing that was kind of hilarious was Marcus Alexander Bagwell being in it. Um, <laughs> and number five is Savage Beach. The reason why that's above Return to Savage Beach, because I think that was a better complete movie than Return. Uh, number four is Samurai Cop. Uh, number three is Face Off. Number two is Zardoz. And number one is Deadfall, because... That fucking movie made me laugh so hard, and I enjoyed every minute of it, even though it was bad. Uh, Andy, what about you? Uh, number six is Return to Savage Beach, because blah. Six is Savage Beach. Savage Beach is a more, like, sincere movie, and, like, sincerity kind of makes a bad movie better to me. So I figured that made sense. Uh, number four is Deadfall. Number three is Samurai Cop. Number two is Face Off. <laughs> Number one is Zardoz, and just I wanted to get right off the bat, right out of the way, that uh, I think Face Off is a better movie than Zardoz, but as far as like, oh, bad movie, ha ha ha, I like to laugh at it, I thought I thought Zardoz kind of edged it out in that regard. But as far as like, which movie is better made, uh, it's probably Face Off, but whatever. I'm going to stay by Zardoz, I'm going to champion Zardoz tonight. Yeah, I, I went off a base of basically what I had fun watching uh, with these bad movies, and that was my personal ranking uh, the old the, the old red letter media adage uh the most entertaining for any reason or for whatever reason whatever they always say mm -hmm. zach what about you <clears throat> all right so number six i got return to savage beach i uh, it was the worst i didn't enjoy it that much there i laughed at all the crazy explosions and i laughed at buff buff bagwell <laughs> that's just that was it um number five is zardoz uh, four is Deadfall, three is Savage Beach, uh, two is Samurai Cop, and one is Face Off. And my whole philosophy behind this was I'm supposed to be watching bad movies, 
and um, I guess the criteria was is like, how bad was it, and did I have fun? So, <laughs> I I rate everything I watch. You guys know that. So Zardoz is like five, but it's rated higher than half this list. But that's because I watched Zardoz, and I was like, I was expecting it to be a bad movie. And to me, it wasn't really like a bad movie exactly when I got finished watching it. That's not how I felt about it. I almost want to disqualify it from my list. It's a weird movie. <laughs> it's very oddly made. But the, the same could be said about Face Off as well. Yeah, that's the way I feel about Face Off. Like, Face, Fa- Fa- Face Off just seems like a competent action movie. It is a con. The, the reason why I put Face Off, it, like why I picked Face Off, was because. To me, it's a typically big budget, like stupid action movie, but the plot is dumb as fuck. It's really dumb. If you actually sit there and think about it, uh, if you actually break it all down, but I'll explain that when we get into like, oh, where do you rank this kind of thing? Unless you want me to explain myself now. I think the plot to all six of these movies is actually pretty dumb. Come to think of it. Like that's apropos of nothing you're saying. I just, I realized None of these six plots make any goddamn sense. What's dumb about Zardoz? Everything. No, you can't do that. You have to tell me what's dumb about Zardoz. It's it's about a bunch of weird psychic mutants in the future, and they are living inside of sci-fi bubbles, and they control all of Earth's knowledge and culture, and there's a flying stone head that spits guns and tells people that the penis is evil. I, I don't know. How much more do you want? How much but, time you got? <laughs> but it's sci-fi, though. The rest of these movies are supposed to be grounded in fucking reality somehow. Face Off is like a fucking stupid action movie. That, that's an action-y thing. They're like... He's like an international criminal, and and uh, <laughs> science has run, run amok, and what has science wrought? In 1997? <laughs> Yeah, they and, used those lasers to great effect in 1990. Whatever. I mean, I still don't know what happened in Savage Beach. Me either. They, but it was a good time. Uh, Return to Savage Beach was even worse. Uh, Deadfall, I think, is the closest to like. I guess I see what could happen, but then guy with robot hands. So they they threw a guy, it out. yeah, <laughs> whatever the fuck that was. All right, so me and Andy both have. The same Savage Beach at number five and number six is Return to Savage Beach. And also you, Zach, you have Return to Savage Beach at number six. So six is fine. Are can can you concede that Savage Beach will take the number five spot? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna fight that. I just have like a weird like thing with Zardoz. It's like I ranked it low because to me it was like this isn't that bad of a movie. As far as your score goes, it would come in at like three or whatever. Okay, my question to you, Zach, is why is Deadfall at number four? Actually, okay. you and Andy both have dead. Both of you explained to me why Deadfall is at number four. Deadfall's plenty of fun and everything. It's just if you put Deadfall up against Samurai Cop, I'm gonna go with Samurai Cop because it's more like batshit crazy. If you put it up against Face Off, I'm gonna go with Face Off because it's got like a higher production value. If you put it up against um, what else I got like Zardoz, uh, it's hard to compare to Zardoz. I just you know, like I said, I had to pick something to champion, and it's going to be Zardoz. Okay, Zach, what about you? Um, Deadfall to me is the second worst movie out of this whole bunch I've watched, legitimately. And I would rather watch Savage Beach over Deadfall because 
the thing about Deadfall is there, it just seemed like to me there was actual more actual potential for a decent movie in there, considering like all the people they got, everybody that's involved, and they there, fucked it up. There was some kind of budget, and it was just fucked up either due to sheer incompetence or, or whatever. The more I think about it, the more I think it has to be just. I mean, I don't want to like bust Christopher Coppola's balls, but it had to be the direction, right? I, I don't. I don't think he was giving people good enough direction. I mean, he he was involved in like the three most important roles. He was the director, he was the writer, and yeah. he was one of the producers. Yep. So I don't know. I <laughs> like someone's got to take the blame, and I feel like it's old Chris. Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah, I think I will concede to four because here's what I'm about to say because it's my number one, and the only reason why it's number one is because of Nicolas Cage. That was the other thing I was going to say is like the real reason why I think people think this movie's enjoyable is just because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, I like his name is Michael Bean, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I like him in Terminator. Uh, Terminator is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, he wasn't still great in the first one. He was doable because of the, the situation. He's John Connor's friend. <laughs> Which, by the way, that concept is so fucking weird to get a little off topic that his son, uh, John Connor, sends his best friend to go pork his mom so that he could be born. But I digress on that. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, I will concede Deadfall to number four because, like I said, if Nicolas Cage was not in that movie and it was someone different and it wasn't as outlandish as Nick's Cage acting was, I think this film would suffer greatly. In my opinion. They should have just given him the whole movie anyway. That's what I've said. It's like that would have been the easiest way to make it even more memorable. People would be talking about this movie more if it was just Nicolas Cage is the main character. I kind of want to see that 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 sequel that you mentioned. Arsenal, yeah, I kind of want to see that too. <laughs> yeah, I intend to see it at some point. All right. So all right. Um you had Savage Beach, but you already conceded to that to number three. Um, Zach has, and I'm not Zach, Andy has Samurai Cop at number three, and I have Samurai Cop at number four. Uh, and I have Samurai Cop at number two. Okay. So I guess that's the next debate. Uh, uh Samurai Cop, I kind of want to go high, and I, a lot of, like, when people say, oh, the quintessential is so bad, it's good movie, <laughs> you know, the same conversation that every, like, average person wants to say about movies they always say the room but for me it has always been samurai cop i like samurai cop better than the room by a lot like samurai cop is the bad movie to me like i had to really fight not to just put it at number one if i'm being honest (laughs) (laughs) zach what about you um yeah i'm pretty much echoing a lot of what what andy just said there like samurai cop is a classic quintessential bad movie it's one for, of the... for me. It the, the trifecta is Samurai Cop, Miami Connection, and Deadly Prey. Those are the bad movies to me. That and the I I would add the room. The room, the sure, the room. Yeah. I'm not I'm not the hugest fan of the room, but I certainly won't be able to argue that the room belongs to that list. Maybe Troll Two. Maybe we can slip Troll. Yeah, two. it's five. Yeah, I'm willing to concede Samurai Cop at number two, where Zach has his. Uh, because I don't think it deserves the number one. I think it's really funny with the editing and stuff. Um, no, yeah. 
Um, but I don't think it deserves the number one spot. Uh, if we're... <sighs> I guess... Because... It, it, how are we, how are we, how are we ranking the? I should ask this first. How are we ranking the final ranking? Are we going based off of it actually being a bad movie, um, or are we going based off of cons consensual all three of us thinking that it was fun to watch? I mean, honestly, if we're if we need to judge, it's a bad movie, but it's still good. Then like Face Off and Zardoz gotta be at the fucking bottom. Because those movies are both, like, just about movies. They're just about there. I, I think Face Off... I think Face Off needs to be number three, and I think Zardoz. Uh, if, I, if you guys are thinking number one spot for Samurai Comp, then I think Zardoz needs to be number two, but Zach might think differently since he put Zardoz pretty low. So, Zach, <clears throat> what's your opinion? All right, so... This this is kind of like my viewpoint on Face Off being high. Face Off is a the most competent movie probably on this whole list. I think so. But like, it, I just can't get past how batshit insane and stupid the plot is. Though it's so bizarre to me. But uh, to me, this is like a movie you would get in somebody into into the concept or the idea of like this movie is fucking stupid. It's bad. Instead of going hard right into Samurai Cop or the room or something, it's a gateway drug. Yeah, you yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Like fa Face Off is not like so goddamn retarded bad and like full of incompetence or anything. But it's just there's weird shit about it. <laughs> just very strange stuff. Is there? I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there is people because there is just a lot of many groups in the world. But is there people out there that just go, I can't watch like Samurai Cop or Deadfall and be like because they're terrible movies? Is it like yeah. If someone told me they couldn't watch Deadfall, I'd say yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I think there are definitely people like that though that can't watch. They can't get into that that concept of bad movies watching bad yeah. movies um i don't really know what it is it's i feel like getting into bad movies is kind of a niche thing really anyway true but um so you would use face off as like a gateway drug because it it, it kind of has that blockbuster action feel but like everything else is so uh crazy and stupid and um you know, both actors do these weird acting and shit where they're just like being 110% beyond. The plot, the plot of Face Off honestly belongs in one of these like low budget bad movies. It's, it is it is a plot from one of these, but it's got a high budget. That's how I've always looked at it. And it's John Woo's directing it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here my, here's, here's what I think. I think Zardoz number three, face off number two, Samurai Cop number one. Yeah, I'd be I'd be okay with that. Zach, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I I agree with you, Zach, with the you know the gateway drug thing, and it it does have certain parts where I go, how did this get past like editing? Like, was this supposed to be good? But then. The last act is like, wow, that was an enjoyable action movie, like how Andy was saying. It's a blockbuster action movie. 
Uh, the last act is crazy, yeah, with all the action and shit. Yeah. Um, but I think Samurai Cop takes the bad movie because literally everything about that movie is bad. Uh, with the acting, <laughs> um, the, the the shooting, the, the editing, um, <laughs> how they did the things. Dubbing. Yeah, the dubbing, the audio and everything. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think we all agree on that, right? Yes. Okay. Samurai yep. Cop is king. Good job, Samurai Cop. Zardoz um, at number three, uh, Face Off at number dos. dos, and we have Samurai Cop at number one. Putting Samurai Cop at number one is the way of the Bushida. <laughs> that guy without the beard looks fucking weird, by the way. Um, Extremely. Robert yeah. Zadar. Yeah. I'm going to look that up now. I still haven't done oh, that. Oh, did you not look it up? Yeah. Uh, Robert a- Zadar turns up in a lot of like B grade garbage. Uh, that Gerald Nakamura guy, he turns up in a lot of that stuff too. Oh my God! What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> his, his jawline is insane. That's uh, that's that's what early eighties uh, plastic surgery gets you. Is that what it is? I, I'm pretty sure it's plastic surgery. God damn! He should be the tick. Anyway, <laughs> uh, to go over the final ranking real quick. Uh, number six, Return to Savage Beach. Number five, Savage Beach. Number four, Deadfall. Number three, Zardoz. Number two, Face Off. And number one, Samurai Cop. And Andy, what is our next movie we're going to watch? What is our next series? Batman. 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 Like that guy in Batman Forever. Batman! Ah! Batman! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next... I mean, the next movie we're going to be watching because we're going to be watching one at a time because these movies, I think, we need to have a big discussion about. We uh, need to decompress all of our nerdy childhood bullshit from Batman. Yeah. Yes, there's there's going to be a lot to unpack for Batman. So, he's Vengeance, he's the Knight, he's Batman, he's a lot. There's a lot there. I'm going to say this off the bat. Uh, off the bat? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the good one. <laughs> Uh, Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton. I know there's another Michael Keaton movie, but 1989 is one of my favorite Batman movies. So uh, just everything about that movie is badass. Can't wait to watch it. It's uh, a lot of people's favorite Batman movie. Full stop. Period. That's yeah. it. Just best Batman movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's yeah. not an exaggeration. Yeah, so I can't wait to talk about that. Get hyped for some Batman. Uh, last time I brought this up, I was in full energy. So I I came out uh, and just went hard on Batman. That's kind of weird, me saying that. But anyway, um, so keep uh, go watch Batman 1989 version with Michael Keaton. Come back, and then we'll talk about it. Um, oh, and uh, if anyone out there is listening and they're like, oh, man, Batman, I want to watch that. Uh, right now, you can get all four of the movies that we're going to watch on Blu-ray on Amazon for $13. So, you know, come on. There's no excuse. Yeah, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. Um, so we have some news to talk about. I'm going to get mine out of the way. Uh, so number one, Xbox and Bethesda finally uh, is done deal. Um, they had to go through some court cases. Everything is finalized. Everything is legally finalized. Now, apparently Thursday, they're having an Xbox event to explain what games are coming to Game Pass and which ones are going to be exclusive only 
to Microsoft as far as the Game Pass on PC or uh, or um, the Xbox console. So um, I heard something about Starfield or whatever that game is that they're going to be talking about. Um, Starfield. It's like a, I didn't think we'd hear anything about Starfield for a while. I guess I'm kind of surprised by that. Is yeah. that through Skyrim in space, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Space Rim. Yeah. Space Rim. I mean, Bethesda has a track record of being um, kind of shaky, especially with Fallout 76. and um, It's gotten shakier over the past yeah. few years. So hopefully being with Microsoft and Microsoft being like, hey, you better do good because this is our reputation here. Uh, hopefully that will make things better. Um, but I kind of want to bring this up. We're going to be talking about this on Getting Some Color on Thursday. So... AEW had their pay-per-view. Revolution is kind of like their WrestleMania. Would, would you agree with me, Zach? Because it's near the WrestleMania uh, time frame. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's only been two of those so far, but they seem to treat that like their biggest show. Yeah. Yeah. So Kenny Omega and John Moxley had a barbed, explosive barbed wire death match. Um and they built up the part where Kenny Omega said he's going to build the the the, uh, the death ring. The the ring had no special abilities besides like three sided rings had barbed wire, and on the outside there was just like short tables of barbed wire on it, and you know if you went through the table, explosions would happen. Uh, Small ones, not big ones. And every time you would go into the barbed wire um, ropes, it would, like, the the lights would go out and sparkles would happen and, like, smoke would happen. Um, The ropes had more explosive than what I'm about to say. So the whole time in the match, Excalibur, that fucking stupid masked uh, commentator, uh, JR and Tony Schiavone were saying, and uh, Don Callis were like, there's 20 minutes a- as a time limit, and the ring is going to explode. So they made a big thing about this. It, 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 it came down to the wire because literally Kenny Omega won because of the, uh, the Bullet Club came out, a.k.a. Uh, the other fucks, um, and they handcuffed him. John Moxley, and then Eddie Kingston came out. There was a minute left. There was a countdown on the screen. The fucking ring is going to explode. Eddie Kingston is acting all worried because somehow you can't lift John Moxley on his shoulder and get him out of the ring because they have to make it look dramatic. He looks around, gets on uh, John Moxley, and then three, two, one. And and Excalibur sold it like, oh my god! And Eddie Kingston died. He sold it. Did JR no sell it on commentary? He didn't say a word. Thank fucking god, he was smart. <laughs> so, <sighs> we're gonna talk about this on Getting Some Color. I kind of wanted to bring that up, kind of to get the backstory on it. It's fucking stupid. Oh my god, I have so many questions. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about the show itself because there were some bad things and there was... Some good things. I'll, I'll give them credit. There are some good things that I like about it. 
So keep an eye out. Getting some color this Thursday at nine at ten p.m. Eastern time. That's when we usually do it live and record. That's right, brother. Who's else got news? Zach, I know you had some news. Yeah, I uh, got some news about WWE and Peacock. Um, they're gonna start uh, fusing the apps together. I guess in early April. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's like April fourth, if I remember right. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's April something, April fourteenth. I think. Oh, fourteenth. Well, um, yeah, and the uh, price point is going to be five ninety nine, and you're gonna, you're going to be able to get all the pay per views and shit just like before. Um, but I they're gonna like have to migrate all the content over. So for like that period of time in the beginning, you're not going to have access to like everything that was on the old version of the network. Um, like the thing that was, I was really curious about was whether or not they were still going to have all the TV shows, like the, the stuff we're watching. Mm-hmm. They didn't really say that wasn't in the announcement. So that's got me kind of worried about what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're always do audible stuff, but uh, ho- mm-hmm. hopefully they, they, you know, while they're doing this migration, they keep the other open so that we could get our, you know, stuff before they go over or hopefully they don't get rid of. So I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it will. I, I think it'll just be this dumb thing where they're going to like gradually reintroduce, uh, everything. Cause they said like by SummerSlam, probably August, uh, every, almost everything should be back on peacock so to me that they were saying they were going to kill the old version of the network and we're supposed to all migrate over to peacock hmm. okay yeah it, that, that that's actually a good that's a good move because you know I, i'm willing to pay five dollars or 5.99 a month so i could have wrestling and whatever it's on fucking peacock you know if, yeah. if it has law and order i guess that's good because i like those type of shows as well so i, I like law and order sure um anything else zach uh, da, 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 da. oh yeah um x activision veterans uh like we're talking we're talking guys from like the 70s and 80s and stuff they formed a new company called audacity games and they're going to be creating brand new atari 2600 games and they're going to physically release them sweet i yeah. love that shit me too so like i don't know how big of an atari fan like you guys are really but um I kind of, I kind of like playing old Atari stuff, so I'm gonna like keep an eye on what these guys are gonna be doing, because there have been some newer Atari games that have come out like the past 10, 15 years that are actually pretty good. I kind of want a remake, like a from the ground up remake of uh, Atari's ET games. Oh my! I'm sure somebody's done it as a fan project or something. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but um, any- that covers all my news, basically. Andy, what about you? Anything um, you want to bring up? I know you brought no. up some deals before. Some what? Oh, deal on oh, Mario Day? Yeah. It's Mario Day. Come on, everyone. It's March. March 10th. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a lot of Mario games on sale that are they're worth getting. I, frankly, if anyone knows how to make games for Nintendo consoles, it's Nintendo. But we all figured that out like three console generations ago. So, you know. Go forward. Get some Mario shit. Oh, all the Mario um, merchandise on the Nintendo store is 35% off because it's Mario's 35th anniversary. So it's worth checking out, too. They have, like, you know, 
shirts of the old Nintendo games and the 64 stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty neat nostalgic nonsense. Um, Mario Odyssey. If you just got a Switch and you're wondering what Mario game to buy, Mario Odyssey, I believe I gave it a 9 out of 10 uh, because I it, enjoyed it. It's also on sale, I think, for thirty eight ninety nine, And if it ever gets lower than that, I'll be surprised. The only way that it could happen is if they do this, the you know, the platinum bestseller or greatest hits thing and it gets down to 30, which I guess could happen. But frankly, it's it's easily one of the best games on the console. It's like top three for me. That game is so much fun. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's where we'll end it. Um, we don't have any other news to talk about. Um, we rated all our uh, bad movies and we're starting Batman. Batman... Uh, starting off with the best Batman, in my opinion, Michael Keaton. Um, but if you want to catch more Big Trouble Little Podcasts, uh, make sure you go on to all of the podcast, uh, I guess, casters like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Red Circle. If you type in Big Trouble Little Podcasts, all 140 episodes are on there. Uh, and... Uh, you know, on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Uh, we have a couple of five-star reviews that are showing up on there. So somebody's listening and, and rating, but they're just, they're just not rate, uh, writing down anything. They're just putting the five stars. But I do appreciate it. Uh, and also, Nemesis Project uh, is getting downloads, too. Apparently, we're getting 100 fucking downloads per day. So I, I we have to get back on that train, I guess. You need to beat Resident Evil 6. Yeah. I'm waiting on you. Yep. All right, um, that's what we're ended here, uh, guys and gals. Uh, until next time, see you later. Thanks for listening. Peace out, Batman.